This is episode 488 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, June 22nd, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about some Vermintide 2, because I played some of that beta, The Crew 2, because I played more of that beta, and I'm very annoyed by it, uh, not for reasons you might think, and you guessed it. Or Far Cry 5. Probably not that much of that. But before I get to all of that, I want to talk about some more movies. Just random movies I've been watching as I am going through my collection, as I've stated previously, where I'm trying to just get my collection down to all the movies that I would not even question rewatching. It's not a movie that I'd be like, if I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, uh, I, maybe I would want to rewatch that. I don't know. No, everything has to be something that I would not even second guess, not even pause to think about rewatching. To a point, which is to say there are movies like Schindler's List or Saving Private Ryan where I might not want to rewatch it in that exact moment. But yes, I would not hesitate to watch it again, that it's a movie I definitely want to see again. I know for some people, something like Schindler's List is too heavy, and they don't want to watch that. Uh, my example of that would be Room, not The Room. Room with Brie Larson and the little boy from something. I don't remember who her parents were, but I, I feel like they were known people. But that is just a very, very miserable experience, uh, a, a miserable movie to watch. It's very well done, very well acted. I'm glad I watched it. I don't want to watch it again. One that's on the edge, Manchester by the Sea. That's not a very pleasant movie, but I really, I really like that movie, and it's a movie I have watched and would rewatch again. But I rewatched The Informant, which I don't know how big of a footprint it had, how many people actually watched it, but it was with Matt Damon and a whole bunch of other actors in other uh, supporting roles, like. I can't think of his name. Quantum Leap. Da, da, da. He was also in one of the later Star Trek series. Oh, this this hurts my feelings. I think he was on uh, Men of a Certain Age, which I don't think anyone watched. I, I, people my age definitely didn't because it was about a bunch of old men um, that had Ray Romano and the <laughs> the black cop guy who was the head for a while on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for the first few seasons at least. I'm terrible with names right now. Um, but it also had Joe McHale from Community. And I don't know. There's a bunch of people. But I was re-watching it. And the problem with that movie that I've come to not enjoy is that it is it is trying so hard. And constantly poking you in the side with his elbow, reminding you that it's a comedy, that it's so ridiculous, that everything that's going on is ridiculous. Because it's based on a true story where this guy who worked in the like corn industry was just doing all these crazy things and what have you. Um, and getting himself into this huge web of lies and nonsense. And the the biggest problem with it is that one, Matt Damon is fantastic in the movie. He really just brings it and 
is great in uh, the not title in the, in the as the the lead character, but the score drives the point home where the script itself and also like some of the performances really ham it up a bit and are just like hey isn't this funny and silly but the score is so over the top and silly and feels like the benny hill theme and every time the music starts kicking in, it's just like oh my god i feel like the informant is the equivalent of watching benny hill be chased by people for an hour and 40 minutes or however long it is it feels like every every time the music comes in, I just want to watch Matt Damon running around in a circle and see some FBI agents and some of his bosses just chase him around in a circle until the music stops. Uh, so that really takes away from the movie as a whole and makes it a lot less enjoyable to watch. So getting rid of that one. And a lot of these movies I've picked up from Half Price Books in their clearance section and you get it for two, three bucks, maybe a buck at times, so... Nothing too, it's not like I've wasted a, a whole bunch of money. Just a few bucks here and there. Um, and I don't think in The Informant is a bad movie. It's a solid movie. It's just not a movie that I now feel any intent, uh, desire to rewatch. And then I rewatched Two Guns with Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. And I really enjoyed it. It's a fun, stupid little action flick. A nice buddy cop movie that I really enjoyed and it was a surprise because i'm starting to really lose interest in mark Wahlberg as i watched the part and i'm like oh i remember thinking he was the best part and now i think he's the part that should just be removed from that movie and i think i watched something else where i was like oh i don't really care for him in, in this either but um i really like him in two guns and also am a an avid supporter of pain and gain which might be michael bay's best picture I really, really like that movie. Um, but yeah, Two Guns was a nice, pleasant surprise because I'm starting to realize that I don't love everything. Not that I ever thought I did, but everything Wahlberg or Denzel Washington do. Uh, this is more so recent Washington. I was rewatching The Equalizer. I'm like, no. This does, I mean, there are a few scenes here and there, but overall, I just don't care about anything going on and the book of eli to me is just there are some cool bits to it but i think the the ending i won't spoil it even though it doesn't matter at this point but the way they direct the film and shoot it and have denzel act it does not make any sense it isn't a it isn't a case with other movies where you're like when you figure something out at the end you're like you can go back and rewatch it and be like oh I see this it's like no there's he's the, he's not acting like he's supposed to be that uh uh-uh, uh 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 fuck you bullshit um I just hit my knee on something that you may have heard no you definitely heard that was loud um I also rewatched a beautiful mind and. It's okay, but knowing the true story and how different it is, it makes it hard to really watch it. Um, In the same way that The Greatest Showman or whatever the hell that movie is called about uh, Barnaby is uh, with Hugh Jackman is just like, well, 
this is okay. I'm not a huge fan of the whole uh, style of music in this uh, setting, but I also don't like the fact that this is very is a very sugar coated portrayal that makes him look like a wonderful, wonderful human being. And then I also watched Cinderella Man, and I was like, <laughs> this is this is trying too hard. It's like, oh look, the there are issues with that as well. Um, but yeah, that's enough of that. I don't think anyone cares about that. And I spent way too much time talking about random movies and nothing that is current. Moving on to Vermintide 2, Warhammer, colon, Vermintide 2, which is now in open beta on Xbox One. I think it's only available on Xbox One. I don't think there's a beta on PS4. But finally got to play this after dabbling in the first game. And my immediate thought was, wow, this is a lot cleaner visually. Not that the first game looked bad, but it, it had muddy visuals. Whereas Vermintide 2 is much cleaner, and it's a very pretty looking game. And that's... They're very, very similar. But I think the, the second game is a bit more forgiving difficulty wise and changes things up and makes some things a bit it, it just changes up things that are more minor than major there are and I can't comment on everything in Vermintide 1 enemy variation and all that because I only played a little bit of it but I saw more enemy variation in Vermintide 2 so you're dealing with these zombie-ish human characters uh, in addition to the giant rats. And they, none of them seem to have any kind of special abili abilities or actions. It, it seemed like the rats were still the ones that had the assassin or whatever who jumps on you and just starts slashing at you. The guy grabs you and pulls you away. Or Gatling gun, uh, acid gun, rats. Um, and... Yeah, I, I, I still don't know how I feel about the game and the series because the levels and the action doesn't grab me in the same way that Left 4 Dead did. And I don't know if it's because it's very melee focused. Every character has a ranged weapon. And I tried every single character in Vermintide 2. They all have a specific skill as well. So you have one character who can, who's like a witch and can teleport a distance and leave a trail of fire behind them. You have your ranger who can shoot multiple arrows that will home and find enemies in front of them. You have your dwarf who will throw down a smoke bomb which keeps the enemies from seeing themselves uh, while they're in that uh, little smoke vicinity and that's a cool thing because it also turns everything black and white in that area so it's got a cool visual effect as well and then you have two characters who buff the characters around them I believe so one heals and buffs them and then one adds a buff to the critical damage um, and then they all have various range weapons from shotguns to crossbows bone arrow a pistol and the witch i believe is the one that has the major staff and the thing i like about her character is that 
unlike every other uh, character's ranged weapons, she doesn't have any kind of ammunition. It has a, a, a bar, so you're it's like a cooldown bar, or when you're using like a, a Gatling gun in other games, it'll heat up and you'll have to wait for it to cool down. So they have unlimited ammunition. You just have to balance it so that you can't overuse it, and then it'll, it'll fill up and you'll have to wait for it to um, die down, which I like. Um, and I, I, I like, and I, I didn't mention this about Vermintide, one, I do like the the progression system and the way you can find loot and upgrade your character in that way and uh, equip them with better items and find loot boxes. And at the end of every match, you get some boxes that will open up and give you random items that are, are they seem to be geared toward your towards your character, but you will get items for other characters as well, other classes. And I like that. It does mean that when you're first starting out, you're going to be weaker than you would. I don't. I don't know if the game. I, I would assume the game difficulty-wise doesn't change according to the equipment you're wearing because it does come with four different difficulty levels. So that wouldn't. That would be weird. Um, but it does mean that when you're starting out, you're you're going to be uh, worse off because you're not. You don't have the the best equipment. You're starting off with the worst equipment. But, you know, it's it's fun to get more equipment and to equip new stuff and all that. I like that about it compared to Left 4 Dead where it was always the same stuff. But Left 4 Dead is just, it was and it is still more fun to play. And I'm still trying to figure out what it is. I, I, need, to, I need to go back and play Left 4 Dead to see what the feel is. But um, I think the level design in Left 4 Dead was more, I, I feel like it just channeled you through the, the, the areas better um, and I don't know I, I look at the game and I just think I wish I was just playing a regular fantasy game I don't know if it's just the fantasy setting where I just want a more single player focused game and not this multiplayer left for dead thing going on or it could just be that it is so left for dead that I wish they tried and did some different things because I, I play it and I think, wow, this is so much like left for dead. Why am I not just playing left for dead? Um, the theme is not, and the theme, the setting isn't doing enough for me to make me say, Hey, this is why I'm playing it instead. And the, the progression system, while I like, it's still not enough to make me say, Hey, um, but that may change by playing the full game. Like I'm definitely, enjoying Vermintide 2 more because it, it has cleaner visuals and the difficulty seems more balanced when you get to the final area the final part of an area it doesn't seem like I'm waiting five plus minutes to get something done and I feel like they're the in the the bits I've played you have to engage in the level in that part of the area a bit more and do a few things in order to open up the exit instead of just like blowing a horn and then waiting while five seven minutes of enemies just keep bombarding you over and over and over again which is just kind of tedious and annoying uh so i think the levels are more well balanced and the difficulty is more well balanced in vermintide 2 which is nice and yeah I, I do think it's a, an improvement over the first game based on the little I played. 
and you can try it out for yourself of course on xbox one right now hopefully they'll put the beta out on other platforms uh, pc and ps4 which i believe are the only other platforms that the game will be coming out on but uh yeah i'm i'm enjoying it i i feel like i'm sounding incredibly down on it i am enjoying it it's just when it is so clearly a game inspired by left for dead i can't help but think about left for dead and how much i enjoyed that game and how much i played it and the fact that also at least for xbox players uh xbox owners both left for dead one and two are backward compatible so you can just play those on your system i don't think they're either of those are enhanced yet that's a crying shame they should both be enhanced i don't know if any of the valve games orange box uh i think portal is in there too i don't know if any of them are enhanced which needs to change i think um moving on to the crew too yeah i was like i'm gonna go jump to the far cry 5 the far cry 5 that's the that's the real title the far cry 5 the far cry 5 um the crew open beta just seems to be the exact same beta which isn't surprising what sucks though and this is where i i was disappointed in the beta is that my progress i was hoping that my progress from the closed beta would carry over and i wouldn't have to replay the tutorials and all that but that's not the case um but I really, I'm still really enjoying it. I think the driving mechanics are solid. They feel pretty good for an arcade racer, of course. Not, it's not simmy at all. And flying the plane is fun, and I just enjoy so, so, so much flying around the country with my dad. It is just super fun. It's, it's a nice way for us to just relax and explore this in incredibly large environment uh while talking you know it's it's a nice chat room for me and my dad and he loves flying so it's fun and he was having a blast flying probably more than even the racing or anything else in the game even though you know flying is pretty simple um but he liked taking off and flying again and i still get a kick out of being able to just be up in the air as a plane and then turn into a car and just fall to the sky that will never get old to me uh, and then far cry 5 I've cleared all the regions, I have the final mission ready to go, and I'm just avoiding it at this point, and I don't know. I kind of want to just do side things and not finish it for no real reason. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed Far Cry 5. It didn't blow me away, but I don't know. It's It's weird when I think about the Far Cry series because... I never really got into Far Cry 1 because I didn't have a PC that could run at the time. And I I messed around with Instincts, I believe, which was the 360 version. And then I played Far Cry 2 and fell head over heels for it. And then Far Cry 3 <laughs> came out and I enjoyed that quite a bit. And then 4 came out and I was like, okay, this is just kind of more of the same. And then Primal happened and I'm like... I, I was excited for this more than I think a lot of people, but then I just didn't really. It was very, very samey uh, from a visual standpoint, and a lot of things. It just kind of overwhelmed me with how muted, beigey, tan, brownie it was. 
I don't think there were many browns. I think it was just a lot of like tan, clay, beigey stuff going on in there. Um, and then Far Cry 5 is just more in a less interesting environment. Uh, I was hoping and excited when I heard people comparing it to Far Cry 2. It's not Far Cry 2 at all. Um, but it's still a solid experience. I think Far Cry could benefit from a year off like and I, I i'm not even sure if it i don't think it's a yearly series i think it is a every other year series so i don't know i think it could you know what ubisoft let us it's not going to happen given how well far cry 5 is sold but maybe take a break with far cry 5 and focus on the splinter cell game we know you're making and you just weren't ready to show it. So just focus on that and put Far Cry to the side. Okay? Okay. Sounds great. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That will pretty much do it, I think. Um, if you are an anime fan, I've posted my first review of the spring 2018 season, which was for... Love to Lie Angle, a 3 minute and 30 second short, which is incredibly forgettable and you should not even bother with it. Um, but you can bother watching my review if you feel like it. And yeah, check that out. That's my first review of the season. And uh, what, a dozen more will be coming up uh, over the course of the next week or so. So if you're big in anime... Just check out the YouTube, because that's where those go. Those do not show up in any of the podcasts. And you can also find it out on the website. And I'll get all to that. <laughs> I'll get to all that in a few seconds. Because that will do it. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Monolith, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush. Three. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, you can go over to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, like the videos, which you can find over at youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage, or the podcast, or the art, or anything at all, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And that will do it. So, I will say... <laughs>